<laughs> hey guys, we're back again. Hey y'all. What's going on? How y'all doing? Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Talking Sheep Podcast or whatever. Is that what we're doing today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have you guys or have you guys listening. Again, thank you for all your listens. Thank you for your follows. Any feedback is much, much appreciated. I want to send a special shout out. To our cousin Asia. I love her. I love her whole life. We love you, Asia. Thank you so much for your support. Well, today we have a treat. But before we get to the treat, let's talk about the wine. Oh, yes. The wine we have today is a Cooper's Hawk wine. If you all are familiar with Cooper's Hawk, they they do their own wine in-house, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're right over there by Pinecrest. And today we're drinking a Moscato, Mm -hmm. which is out of the normal. Because, like I said before, I'm allergic to some white wines and Moscato is one of those <laughs> but again so far no allergic reaction it's good and the alcohol content okay it's 12.5 all right because that's what's important that's the least important thing <clears throat> it's the most important that's, thing it's not and it to clarify it's just the regular Moscato yeah they have a sparkling one too. they do have a sparkling Moscato I had that one too yeah but this both good is, yeah it's it's like a refreshed like it's not real, real sweet like you know like Sutter Home real, real sweet yeah it's not I don't, like that. that's why I don't like Moscato yeah yeah but it's good yeah um Moscato today because it was per special request mm-hmm. we are catering to a special guest that we have here today oh <laughs> um if you all have seen our promo photos how slayed our faces were um our makeup artist for the photo shoot shoot was beats by ray and she's here with us today oh, thank you, thank you so i'm much. laughing because she's so annoying <laughs> how y'all doing i'm beats by ray um remember that name because future icon oh okay are you finished um i guess but happy to be here thank you for having me on this special episode. One of my favorite topics. Do they know the topic yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. We're going to announce that as a topic. <laughs> this week is actually self-care. And self-care involves anything that you do to, you know, calm yourself, make yourself feel good, show yourself some extra TLC, anything along the lines of that. Especially in the pandemic 2020, I think a lot of us had to learn how to engage in self-care more than we um, usually or typically would. Um, And self-care, like I said, is anything that you consider to be you taking care of yourself. So what do you think, um, what do y'all do to as self-care to take care of yourself? I'll let you go first. There's a lot of things. I know, like... For me, during quarantine, I went to a breakup, mm-hmm. so I had to do, like, a lot of mm-hmm. relearning myself mm-hmm. and, like, finding stuff that I like to do by myself. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the things that I did was, one, I got into anime, like, mm-hmm. a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, my zone. I like to watch my shows. And, two, I really like music, but I have to pay attention to what kind of music that I listen to. Right. Because Summer Walker, I'm sorry, girl, but that's like, it's sad girl music. So you have to make sure yeah. that what you're listening to doesn't like make you more sad because that can make you fall like deeper into a hole. True. So I listen to like upbeat things. I like that mm-hmm. song Self Care by um, Savannah Christina. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. I play that a lot mm-hmm. throughout quarantine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and of course, makeup. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makeup coming soon. So about you? 
Um, if I must confess, I don't have like self-care days. Um, I have self-care moments mm-hmm. because where do I find the time? True. Between yeah. work, kids, mm-hmm. and everything else that goes on, it's hard to like have a day. Like yeah. this is my day to do me. So my self-care moments are like me going to get my nails done. Yeah. Or um sending them to bed and like having my glass of wine. Um, I definitely decompress with like watching my shows. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting lost in my shows. All the episodes like piled up so I can just like binge like three, mm-hmm. four, five episodes. Well that's self care. That's yeah. your that's your self care routine. Yeah. Because everybody has a different, you know, routine that helps them feel better or whatever and keeps them calm and put them at ease. Yeah. Is there anything else that you do? Um I recently started like doing a skincare routine like when I'm showering um Mm -hmm. in the morning after a workout Mm -hmm. like it just feels like so refreshing to like definitely like focus on my skin because I wasn't really focusing on my skin before I was just kind of like washing my face in the shower and like like, that's the end of it but I've added that to my self-care routine Mm -hmm. um and it's been quite nice yeah for me um as a person who has anxiety like I brought up before um when a pandemic like I always did like self-care like type stuff mm-hmm. but it was never like no meaning behind it it right. was just like I'm about to take a bubble bath because I feel like taking a bubble bath today. right it wasn't it didn't have any intention so going into the quarantine and having anxiety and needing to find new way what are you all doing <laughs> Okay, did you just down your whole glass of wine? It was good. Well, okay. I'm taking care of but myself. But you were just trying to tip, tip it before. Did you, did you need a refill? Sure. Okay. Like, this is not how we do it. You have to sip. I'm sorry. She's new. What is wrong? She's new here. She you just can't started. come back. This is her first day. Like, Wait, oh, listen for it. Wait, you, you're supposed to sip and talk. We don't even have any more left. It's okay. This is talking cheap. We have wine left. Well, we do. <laughs> we have boxes of wine. We have wine. But anyway, anyway. Anywho. Yeah. Um, for me, I had to find ways to engage in self-care that had intention and things that actually um would help with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I got into was essential oils. Okay. And um lavender is one of my favorite scents. I in, love in the whole world. lavender. So I would get some pure lavender oil and I would just drop it on my wrist and just sit mm-hmm. and meditate and breathe and pray and um I would drop a couple drops in my bath and just sit and soak or even in my shower just drop a couple, you know, let your shower run and steam up mm-hmm. and just drop a couple drops of essential oil in your shower and stuff like that um like you will get my nails done eventually once i feel comfortable get my nails done again because for a while i had stopped getting my nails done because i just was like oh no i'm not getting the covid um so i do that um what else did i do watch tv my my original self-care used to be to play the sims but i feel like it's gotten growing up yeah i I I would still play i know I would still play every now and then, but before when I played The Sims, it was like an all day ordeal. Yeah. Like an eight hour shift. Yeah, all day. And Feed yourself. I would never close my computer and it would just be on and ready to go for me to get back into it my the next Sim day. Children need yeah, my like children. that was like my thing. But going into the quarantine, it was like, okay, well, I got to find something else because you can't just always be playing. Sit the on your Sims. Butt and play Sims. Yeah. I also um got into therapy for a little bit. And I say a little bit only because um, the healthcare system is effed up, 
And they don't pay a lot into your mental health like benefits. Yeah, they don't. And that's crazy to me. And I had a few sessions that dealt with what was causing some of my anxiety being in the quarantine by myself. Mm -hmm. I had the quarantine by myself. Like I live alone. I don't, people don't come out all the time or whatever. So at the time, that was one of my biggest things is being alone. So I had to go through therapy. And once, because I'm a mental health major, so I feel like I kind of talk myself through a lot of it anyway. Mm -hmm. But just to have that confirmation from a counselor to say like, okay, you're doing good. You're okay. So I did that for a little while. And- um, You're doing amazing. Yeah, yeah, you're doing amazing, (laughs) sweetie. And music, pray, I meditate. Um, I went on walks for a while. But yeah, just whatever works for you. So my next question is, since we segue into that, do y'all meditate at all? Have or have you ever meditate meditated? Do you know how? Um mm-hmm. I've tried, but I just mm-hmm. don't think that that's for me. Why? Why do you think that? Um ADHD team. I was gonna say you probably <laughs> you can't I can't shut sit your brain still. Off. I can't I, I was gonna piggyback off of what you said about anxiety. Like mm-hmm. part of my self-care, I have to like completely shut my brain off mm-hmm. from like things that are stressing me out. Um I'm in school and I work. Same. So same like a lot of my stress stems from like schoolwork. Absolutely. So my self-care, like a lot of the times, like I have to like do things that take my mind off of like school, like Uh just stuff that I enjoy. Uh So meditation is not for me because I'm the type of person I overthink a lot and Uh I cannot like get all into my thoughts because that'll make my anxiety even worse. I used to be like that too. It took me really, really doing it with intention Uh for me to really connect with meditating and for me to feel a difference after. Because a lot of times people meditate and you fall asleep. For mm-hmm, real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like You will fall asleep meditating. But the fact that you're doing it for a purpose and you focus on that purpose and that's your thought pre- process, it can be helpful if you can get to that point. So it takes practice. So you have to be consistent with it in order for not saying you need to. I'm just saying if you wanted to, it's the consistency that makes it lucrative to your uh, decompression. What about you? I meditate. I started meditating at a very young age. I mean, the first time I did it, I did like fall asleep. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. even, and I was sitting like mm-hmm. on the floor, crisscross applesauce. And, mm-hmm. and I completely cleared my mind and I did fall asleep. But now when I'm meditating, I'm usually praying uh-huh. um, and I just clear my whole head, clear my whole space. Um, I try not to do it during the day because Mm -hmm. my daytime is not quiet. Um, And there have been moments where I've completely cleared my mind, like during working out, Mm -hmm. especially if I'm doing like a repetitive, like cardio, like on an elliptical or something like that. um, I can clear my entire mind and just hone in on like my breaths that I'm taking and just, just zone in on that moment and that space and that time and just like pour positivity into myself. So meditating is extremely, extremely important. Yeah. I try to meditate at night too, because even though like I live by myself and it's not really that noisy during the daytime, I still feel like just having just like one candle lit over in the corner and just, I sit directly in the middle of my bed in complete darkness and I cross my legs and I just sit and I breathe. And I shut everything out. And like you, I pray. Sometimes I pray. Sometimes I pray after. But sometimes I pray during, especially if I'm having a really, really stressful day. And I'll just sit and I'll just meditate. And it only takes 10 minutes of your time. It don't have to be like meditating for hours on the end and nothing like that. But it's very helpful. And I feel really light after, Mm -hmm. especially if I'm really, really stressed or whatever. 
So it can it can be helpful. I I know I said that I take like self care moments, but do you take like whole days? I take whole days. I put that PTO in and I say bye. Oh. And sometimes I do it in the middle of me working. Uh, you know what? This they done pissed me off. I'm, let me go ahead. I will be leaving at 3 p.m. today. Thank you. Have a nice day. Deep. And I and I clock out. I absolutely will. And I'm not ashamed about it because people don't understand like we're human just like you. And even in the workplace, not even just dealing with people, but you have to you have to prevent yourself from burning out. That's another mental health term in the field. Burnout is serious. Like you don't want to overwork yourself to the point where you can't even function. Like you have to take that day to clear your clear your mind, clear your body, clear your thoughts, and just be one with yourself. And you owe yourself that. So I for sure have days and I won't <laughs> talk to nobody. Uh, sometimes some days I just sleep. I was gonna say like another form of self care. Y'all already know I don't be in the group chat. I don't text anyone you back. <laughs> if you need to get a hold of me, you need to call me personally because I'm not like <clears throat> I'm just not attached to my phone like that. Like that stresses mm-hmm. me out too. Like if I'm on there, I'm on there for myself, like mm-hmm. for entertainment. But I'm not like constantly like checking who's watching my story or you know just stuff like that some people can't live without their phones though some some people are literally glued to their phones it's their life source they mm-hmm. can't get through a moment without checking mm-hmm. something on instagram or just sending a text or making mm-hmm. a phone call like i'm not a talk on the phone person like unless i'm driving and or something i'm trying to articulate but yeah i'm the same way i used to really really be obsessed with my phone and I think it had a lot to do with um, lack of companionship mm-hmm. and always needing to do something or see something or look at something because mm-hmm. I don't have anything else to do. It's just mm-hmm. me. So it's like you're on social media looking at everybody. Oh, look at them. Look at what they're doing. So I try to take my phone out of my life for a few hours out of the day too to try to clear my head. Um regime being in school and you have your career in makeup and you work full time and you're trying to move forward take the next steps after you graduate do you feel the pressures of the burnout like are there moments where you just mm-hmm. feel like I I can't like you're I, overworked I, I'm overwhelmed I'm overworked yeah. all the time I mean school like that's like an everyday thing so it's like I can't neglect that Mm -hmm. and like just forget about it but sometimes like even like my boyfriend like he has to tell me like you need to chill out (laughs) you Mm -hmm. need to take a day for yourself like everything is not school everything is not work Mm -hmm. you need to make sure that like you can still function you still like do the stuff that you like to do like you're not just an employee like you're not just a makeup artist like you're regime and you need to do like the stuff that you love to do and I mean I love to do makeup but that but at the same time like I'm just now starting to like dabble into like doing other faces and sometimes I let that stress me out too so I kind of just have to take a step back and just go do the things that I like to do do you ever feel like you doing makeup is a form of self-care for you like does it help you reduce your anxiety does it bring calmness to you when you're doing makeup on yourself absolutely like during quarantine that's when I really started to like kind of like overload on doing the makeup like I was doing makeup every single day and I think that 
me like if I come out the house and I'm wearing a full face of makeup, like that's a telltale sign that like I might be like going through mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just like a regular day, like you're not gonna catch me no makeup, maybe like lashes, lip gloss, something like that. My eyebrows I can't like that. But that's like <laughs> okay. that's like the most. But if I have on like a full face of makeup, like that's a form of therapy that's like a pick me up. Like I don't know if you ever heard people say like if you look good, you feel good. Mm-hmm, that's that's true. true. That so was my next question. You answered yeah. it. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So the time that you did the whole avatar look was that a that was that a was the time. Day. Was you like, going through it, honey? I I really was. <laughs> like I told y'all, like me and Lorenzo, we were broken up right. during that whole time. So yeah. I had to find other stuff to do mm-hmm. because like we did everything together. Yeah. So like that was just kind of like my outlet. That's that. Like I said, that lack of companionship it can really affect your everyday like mental. It's important, and I and I was dealing with people at the time, and I just didn't feel like connected to those people. I was just like, y'all are ugly. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. sick of y'all. Yeah. All right, but I, mean, I am sick of y'all. But even in a relationship, there's yeah. moments of like space. There's moments mm-hmm. and times where we're not together for days at a time for whatever mm-hmm. the reason. Oh, either, yeah, girl, we I just still need to struggle with that, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And, and in those moments. Instead of like calling him or texting mm-hmm. him, like I'll just journal or write down whatever I'm thinking because the whole point of space is to be By apart. Yourself. Yeah. And to like center in and hone in on yeah. like you and what you need. And yeah. if you're still reaching out to the person that you're emotionally <laughs> dependent on, then that defeats the whole purpose of self care and space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it like that because that's something that I struggle with. He called me out the other day about that. And I was just like, because. (laughs) No, I really had to learn that because I think, like, I didn't want to accept it at the time. But I was, like, really attached to Lorenzo. Like, Mm -hmm. I needed that time apart because Mm -hmm. it's just, like, my whole life Mm -hmm. was him. But now Mm -hmm. we have, like, our own like separate things that we like to do like I let him go yeah I, yeah. I like when he goes so like I had to learn how to like that own. too I love it mm-hmm. like please go do you and then call me when you're ready to like link up mm-hmm. or whatever because I think also that it's really really nice to like miss your partner too because mm-hmm. then it's just that much better when y'all get back together I miss him every week that's another episode anyway um, <laughs> so back to the journaling <laughs> I struggled with journaling at first because I guess it was like my deepest, darkest thoughts being put on paper. And me reading them back to myself was like me realizing like, oh, girl, you got something going on. You need to talk to somebody because you be tripping. <laughs> like the things that I would say and the things that I would write about myself, they were like really, really intense. And it's stuff in there that I would never let anybody read. Like it was a lot. And I guess just the fear of admitting that you're not in a good place and needing to work through them and to be in that space. You the only person that know that this was in your journal. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have to work through and unpack those things. So I journal a lot less now because I feel like I've worked through what I needed to work through to get to where I am today. Mm-hmm. But if I'm having a day where it's just like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this day, like mentally, I'll write it down and I'll journal and put it away and never touch it again. Mm-hmm. Just as kind of like a release. Yeah. that And I was going to say that, like, that's mm-hmm. what I use my journaling for. I use my journaling for all the negative stuff, mm-hmm. for all the struggle mm-hmm. stuff. And I will... 
I won't read it back to myself because I let it go. Me writing it down is me letting it go. That's how I'm processing Mm -hmm. it. As I'm writing, I'm taking pauses. I'm processing like what I previously wrote. I'm processing the emotion behind whatever it is I'm putting down. And I'm taking care of myself by not reading it back to myself. And I've done that for years. And then I'll come across the journal and I'll just throw it away. Like I'm not about to go back in that way. I never throw mine away though. I don't know why. Why are you hoarding your bag? I don't know. How many journals do you have? Y'all know I've been journaling since I was like a child I have like childhood journals yeah like last year quarantine especially like I was writing everything down but like I think as an adult like I don't know that stuff is cringe (laughs) don't don't I no I throw them away all of I think I had my first diary and I was like maybe 11 or 12 they're all they just get thrown away I just throw away the hurt I throw away the negative energy like it's gone like I feel uncomfortable like reading don't yeah I I would because I'm the type of person I like to look at myself and evaluate myself observe myself listen to my voice and look at the things that I'm writing and try to like because I like to learn myself I guess if that makes sense that doesn't mean I'm obsessed with myself I just like to watch myself I like to you know look at my mannerisms and see how I am because it's really important to just know who you are and know the things that you will say and will not say and things you do or would not do so I was reading it back just to I guess get a real look at who I was because at the time I didn't feel like I knew where I was or where I was going or what mm-hmm. I was doing I was really lost mm-hmm. at that time and maybe you and maybe that's what you needed mm-hmm. to do to like process the space you were in mm-hmm. because you you didn't realize like where you were but I'm very, um, as my therapist coined the term, um, emotionally intelligent. Oh, so yes. My therapist I tells know, me that all the time. I'll be like, I know where I? I am. <laughs> and I know where everyone else yeah. is, too. And I know when I'm attaching myself to other people's mm-hmm. emotions. So that's why I don't go back and, and read. Yeah. It's just, it's gone. Hmm. So you all are the only two that are in therapy. I'm not. I have a problem with like. I'm no longer in therapy. I graduated. Oh, I I completed my treatment. I've never been, but I don't know if it's just me, but I have a problem with like sharing my innermost thoughts. We know. Oh, okay. (laughs) You don't text back. (laughs) We know. I don't text back. I don't tell people what's going on. Is my regime what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I'm fine. Mm, Like, it's okay. I don't. Or you just teleport from one place to another. It's just hard to like express what's going on because I don't yeah. in the night. Yeah, I'm very private. I don't want people like in my business like, oh, what's wrong with her? But Nothing's that's wrong with me. that's a self care space though. Yeah. Like that's just you. Like they're a third party. They're unbiased. Mm-hmm. They're not attached to you personally, and they're a human. They breathe. Yeah. They have blood th- flowing through their veins. A lot of times people have the misconception of therapy being this person is going to sit down and they're going to tell you what you should do or the next steps and give you all these things, meaning what you should do personally for you. But what they're going to do is they're going to give you the tools Mm -hmm. for you to work on yourself. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I loved, loved about therapy was that it it felt like I was having just like a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then there would be moments where my therapist will repeat back like, okay, so you said this. Why did you say this? What mm-hmm. made you feel this? Like it was not, I never felt like forced to work through my issues or work through whatever my thought process was. And from week to week to week, I took away something from that conversation and applied it like in my self-care moments. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we talked about this. This situation came up. As I'm meditating, I'm like, I'm going to release, you know, that. Yeah. Yeah, I I had to learn how to do that too. And one of my 
tools that I was given was um, self-talk therapy, mm-hmm. which little tidbit, I talk to myself anyways, but not on that level. <laughs> I'm not weird. <laughs> but sometimes you have to talk to yourself, mm-hmm. talk yourself down out of situations. And I started doing it like with my eyes closed mm-hmm. and just talking and hearing, like kind of like talking yourself down off the ledge. Yeah. And I found that it was really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. That might not be for everybody because I be it's talking not. myself into doing crazy stuff. So okay. I don't, okay. See, that's not. You're not talking about something else. <laughs> that's not. That's not. I don't no. know. That doesn't always work for me. Well, then that won't be your coping mechanism. That won't be your tool for you. That won't be a self-care tool for you. Oh, okay. They Just, would find something else yeah. that works for you. Yeah. So I think you I think I encourage everybody to get therapy, even if it's just a trial run. I've been to therapy therapy multiple times on and off. And it just so happened the first lady that I had, she was okay, but I just felt like it wasn't a good match. But she was a very good listener and mm-hmm. I was able to go and release. And at the time I was in a really, really toxic relationship. And I feel like me going to therapy and just being able to say out loud the things that I was feeling, even though I didn't leave that relationship immediately. It, when I decided to leave, it did. Re- I used what I learned from that therapy to get the strength to get out of that relationship, mm-hmm. to literally pack my things and leave and not come back. Mm-hmm. Like, therapy can really, really help. So, this time when I did therapy, it was specifically for me to um, get over my feelings of anxiety and lack of companionship, mm-hmm. specifically. And once I got the tools that I needed, I used those tools. And I was able to implement them in my everyday life. So I don't feel like I need to go to therapy every day or every week or anything like that anymore. But in the future, if I enter, encounter something else that takes me to a place where I feel like I need help, I will go back again. Mm-hmm. Before we like segue into the next, you know, set of things we want to talk about, I just wanted to point out like how important like your mental health is to your self care. Like yeah, it might seem like that's we're yeah. talking about therapy, but self care mm-hmm. it is such a huge thing. Like it could be the candles, the yeah. bubble baths, the meditating, the journaling, and it can definitely be therapy too. Like mm-hmm. if you're not in a good mental space, then you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then also if you don't take care of yourself, then you don't make yourself open to even work on your mental health mm-hmm. because you're not even doing the things you need to do every day to make sure that you're just good on a regular basis, just on the edge. Yeah. I always say, if I'm not good, I can't be good to others. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, you know, in a sound space, in a positive space, how yeah. can I parent? How can I, you know, be in a relationship? How can I be a sibling? How can I be a, a daughter? Like, I, how can I be an employee? I can't do any of these things if it, I'm not mentally grounded very true yeah i agree with all of those all of those things all those things all those things okay so i have a question mm-hmm. about our self-care things mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into that right now so my question is what are you all's list of like core self-care items items you can't live without my items, which now my items has kind of changed since we thought of this topic, but 
the ones that I've been using the past year. Number, well, I'll get to that one later. Okay. First one is Fenty Skin. I started using Fenty Skin when it first came out, and I still use it. I recently changed up my skin routine just because I started to get like actual like acne things happening, which has never happened to me before. So now I'm using something with a prescription. Mm-hmm. But prior to. I was using Fenty and people ask me all the time, oh my God, like, what are you putting on skin? Like, your skin is a beautiful. I just be like, girl, let me tell you. It was Fenty. So that's my one item. What else do I use? Like, essential oils. I use a lot of essential what, oils. What brand? Um, or just girl, essential oils in general? They're from Target. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have good um, essential oils. I forget what they're called, though. Something of Earth. I can't remember the name of it. And the little, like, yeah. rectangular like, rec- yep. bottles. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also, but I did get some from Walmart before, too. And those look oh, like, oh, it kind of stank. Oh, but oh. it could have been, it could have been the one that I got. Because <laughs> one that. of them was, like, for, like, sleepy time because I was having a problem sleeping. And it's, like, a mixture of lavender and something else. And it stank. So, yeah. I use that one no more. <laughs> Why is it included? You don't use it. Because, but but I was just saying. I mean, I just had that thought. There was one that I don't use anymore, but I still do do essential oils. Um, I think hair care is a self uh self care. I don't have anything specific that I use besides meal as a shampoo and conditioner for your mm-hmm. hair. And then the other item that I say is a must have is honey pot. I agree. If y'all don't know about honey pot. Get hip. Honey Pot has changed my entire life. It has changed my vagina health for the better. Did we do vagina health already? No. We I didn't mean, talk we, about we it. We touched on it a we, little bit when, when we did the episodes that, that wasn't for the guys. Yeah. So, so can I talk about it more or can I get into it? I mean, go it? ahead. I mean, if the guys are listening, they're here now. <laughs> oh, well, no, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So Honey Pot is this really, really great product. <laughs> and let me just say it makes your vagina squeaky, squeaky clean. <laughs> and it's really affordable. And I use all their products. I use They sell it at Target and Walgreens? They sell it. They have the wash out. Uh, Walgreens. I haven't seen anything. I've else. seen the whole line at Target. Yeah, the whole line at Target. Yeah. But the only thing I've seen at Walgreens because I'm a frequent flyer is the wash. It was just there last night. Why? Why do you go to? You know what? That's another episode. Another episode. Another episode. Anyway, I love Walgreens. Are those it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> For my face, I keep it simple because I have like real sensitive skin. Uh-huh. So. I just use like my Cetaphil face wash and my lotion, and that's pretty much all I do for my face. For hair, recently, and I think I'm gonna like keep using it. Do mm-hmm. y'all remember like um, Blue Magic? Yeah, like, the hair <laughs> yes, Regine. <laughs> I've been you. That's you see me. I look magnificent today. It's it's oh. Blue Magic. I think it works good on your hair type. Oh, well. I don't think that would work good in our hair. <laughs> well, I'm using it on my scalp. I'm using it like a twist out, twist out. So I'm mm-hmm. using that on my hair. Body, I just like to make sure that I smell good. Can y'all smell me? Coconut. No. Coconut. I, I forgot Coconut. my body product. I don't smell you. But go ahead. Oh, well, I like, I don't, you're going to get mad at me because I don't like Bath and Body Works stuff. But Victoria's Secret, I like all of their little like scents and stuff. And it has to be like coconuts. 
Why would we get mad? Because you like Bath and Body Works. I think I don't wear their body stuff. I use their candles. I don't Um, wear their body. I use their lotion. See the candles. I like the kind, the wood burning candles. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's a good. I burn those candles Mm -hmm. after I clean my room. That's another. I love candles. I like to Mm -hmm. clean my room and then burn a candle. Do my little um, what is it called? Like the little diffuser with the um, yeah, with the oils. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I do like uh Bath and Body Works. I don't. I wear certain ones. Yeah. Um, and I usually like put it on like at night after a shower. So that way when I get up in the morning, I can just like put on like whatever perfume or whatever I want to wear. Um, but I just like to smell nice, like getting in, in the bed and laying on my pillow and just like smelling nice, smelling myself like in mm-hmm. the covers. Um, I'm definitely a candle person. I have candles all over the place. Let Devin tell it. All I do is buy candles mm. um, <laughs> since he's all in my pockets and everything. Um, but I love candles. Um, for hair, I mean, I'm on a lock journey right now, so I'm definitely dependent on oils. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of rosemary oil, tea tree oil, um, peppermint oil, those sorts of things definitely keeps your scalp clean. I, I like use to use the Mio um, rosemary mint on mm-hmm. Rhea's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the shampoo and the oil, and her scalp mm-hmm. is always like really clean. I use that too. Her hair is like never dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like Shea Moisture's black castor oil shampoo, mm-hmm. it does a really really good job I've of never like used that. cleaning your me. scalp, cleaning your hair. Um, I used it on myself before I started this lock journey and I use it on her, um, every like two to three weeks mm-hmm. and it does, I mean, her hair is just mm-hmm. clean. It's not losing moisture or anything like mm-hmm. that. And y'all see it's like growing. Yeah. Um, the baby got inches. She does. Don't tell her that. Cause then she just like swinging her <laughs> hair, like trying to break her neck. She already thinks she's Beyonce. Um, and then for my skin, I, like I said, I never really like took care of my skin like solely. And when I started to like try to kind of figure out like where I wanted to go, I did start with the Cetaphil because my skin is like mm-hmm. so sensitive and I never used anything on my skin mm-hmm. before. And I definitely like the Cetaphil. And then I, you know, moved into the Fenty world and it just wasn't for me. It, it's a nice product. I like the product. It just wasn't like giving me like that glow or like mm-hmm. that feeling that I wanted for my skin. And I kind of felt like I was getting like blemishes that I didn't have before. So I tried the um, Key Soul Care. I haven't tried everything. I haven't done like the exfoliating creams or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the face wash and the um, skin moisturizer, I forget what it's called. I want to say it's like skin transformation cream or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I like it a lot. It mm-hmm. smells really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's all natural ingredients. It's like three core ingredients. And I like it a whole lot. I kind of feel like it's making my eyebrows grow, but that's oh. a whole nother <laughs> situation. Like, <laughs> my skin is clear. It's silky. It's definitely like what I want it to be. So those are my go-to. I should have let y'all talk first. I can remember my, because uh, I forgot two of mine. <laughs> the other one for body. I just recently discovered this a black-owned company called Ancient Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. And if you can see my skin right now, baby, I look like butter, okay? and (laughs) they have body oils and they have like um if you've ever used you black i'm sure y'all have used raw coconut oil okay Um, so it's solid and you 
because I had Raya using it when she was at my house the other day. Okay. She's like, what's that? I'm like, girl, put some of that on, girl. She's smelling good. <laughs> but it's, it starts off as um, a solid, and then you just rub it, yeah. and it becomes like an oil, yeah. and it spreads really, really fine. It smells good. It keeps your skin really moisturized for a majority of the day. And he always said, I feel good. So. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, my boyfriend uses um, raw coconut oil, mm-hmm. and that's going to be chocolatey and glistening. It's different kind of oils. I think one is bergamot oil. One of them is shea. The other one I have, I can't remember what's in it. And then I have like actual like body oil. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be oiling it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that sounds like a different episode. I I didn't mean like that. Oh. I just <laughs> I didn't mean remember. Like I'm about to drop a black owned business. I'll be using body butter too. Yeah. And this girl I used to go to school with, her company is called Quenched Body Company. Mm-hmm. Quenched name, Body Company. Yes. Her name is Camila. And like she, it's like the, it's like the, um, it's like whipped, yes, mm-hmm. butter, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it has like the, um, like the little shiny, mm-hmm. like the gold, mm-hmm. like specks in it. Mm-hmm. That's what I use. So I mm-hmm. just want to throw it in there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I like uh, anything that has shine and shimmer. I'm gonna have to look her, look her up. You know mm-hmm. what else I tried recently? Because I have a protective style in my hair right now. So I tried. Taraji P. Henson. Uh, what's her name? Taraji, Taraji P. P. Henson. Her <laughs> protective um, shampoo. It's like a master cleanse or something like that. And it's kind of like, I don't know if y'all have seen, I don't know if it's, it's a shea moisture that has that that water to lather stuff. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not Carol's daughter. It's Carol's daughter. Oh. And they have that wash day stuff and it's a liquid and you pour it on, directly on your scalp and it lathers. Taraji P. Henson has the same thing. And when I tell you that stuff smells like heaven, and it had my scalp so clean because I have braids in my hair. And these braids are a month and a half old. And people are still telling me that my braids look really, really good. Because I, that's what I've been using. Mm-hmm. And it goes right on your scalp. And it's, the conditioner has like a mint to it. And it just like tingles on your scalp. So her products are actually not that bad. Okay. And I'm really surprised. And I would I would buy it again and use it again. Okay, Taraj. Mm-hmm. You go, girl. Yep. So that's my self care items. I can't. I don't think I forgot nothing else. <laughs> so, um, Rajan, you mentioned you know a while ago, like you said, if you look good, you feel good. So, as a makeup artist, like when did you realize that you know makeup was your calling? Was it was it that you look good, you feel good? That that kind of like sparked that in you, or was it just something you just kind of explored and it just became effortless? I think that's part of it. Like, I'm gonna talk about quarantine a lot because, like, I had a lot of time. I mean, so yeah. I had a lot of time to do my makeup. But you've been doing makeup for a long time, now, I even have. before quarantine. I have, but I didn't, like, it didn't click in my mind because, like, people always tell me, oh, like, I want you to do my makeup and this and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, girl, okay. I'm never gonna do that. Like, I hadn't planned on, like, doing other people's faces, but people were really DMing me, like, telling me, um, I need, I, like, I need you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. So I think that was part of it. And, like, people just, like, give me all these compliments. And I was, like, posting during quarantine a lot. And they were getting, like, a lot of attention. So I think, like, that kind of told me, like, yeah, you need to, like, start doing this and, like, profiting off of it. So I just started. We in the works. So we'll see how it goes. As a As a person who naturally gravitated towards makeup, and who knows makeup, how how did you go about or how long did it take you to find like items that were healthy for your skin or didn't have bad reactions? 
forever. If you well, y'all know I started experimenting like in high school, but in high school I looked hit. I looked I looked a mess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast, so we can't pull up pictures, but I looked a mess. So I mean it was really just trial and error. Um, I so one thing about me, like a lot of people who are self-taught, like they might watch like YouTube videos and stuff. And I started off that way, but like I said, ADHD things. I can't like focus on like mm-hmm. those type of videos for that long. So it was kind of just like figuring out what worked for my face and just like experimenting with stuff. I'm the type of person if I see something like a picture, I use pictures a lot for like mm-hmm. my inspiration. So I see it. And then, like, I try to, like, remember it and then do it on myself. If it doesn't work, I'll do the same thing. Like, just continuing in that process. And that's just how I got better. And that's, and, and like, I know, like, you know, you have, like, all the companies and the some are better for mm-hmm. certain types of skin or certain, you know, types of black and white people. Oh, okay. They know they black and they know they white. <laughs> Like we ain't gonna do that. I, I, <laughs> Some companies I'm cater so to white w- white skin. They do. Then they do they melanated do. skin. They do. I was getting there. I was just trying to be a little like you know gentle. Okay, yeah. we're gonna be real up here, baby. Okay, fine. Here, Ray Ray, here she is. So is there? Are you asking like, is there like certain products that I like for my black skin? Yeah. Yeah. Or are there like. For your melanated skin. For your melanated skin, or are there items that are like geared towards you know white people that work really well on your melanated skin? I feel like Fit Me, like that's a really good mm-hmm. like foundation, and I've used that for years. That's like, by I've, Maybelline, right? Yeah, yeah, I've tried like other things, like I've um, what's the name of that brand? I've tried Juvia's Place, I've tried the Fenty, I've tried Tarte, I've tried a whole lot of things, but I don't know, like just for my skin, I feel like they have like a wide range like you'll find you'll find your color fit me yeah fit me fit me um foundation they have like a wide range and i have like really oily skin so i'm the same person i don't like when i wear makeup i don't like to feel like i have on a full face of makeup Mm -hmm. even if like in actuality i do have on a full face of makeup Mm -hmm. so that's important to me and that's like you can get that medium to like coverage and yeah what's your favorite primer because i know that's something that i've never found that for myself that I can find that works because I have combination skin and I'm really only oily like in my T-zone and everything else is almost kind of a little dry. Wait, for people who don't know what primer is, what's primer and then what's your favorite primer? Yeah. I got a little confession. I don't really use. You don't use it anymore? <laughs> I like I have it for other people, but mm-hmm. I'm I just use like a good moisturizer that has like a sunscreen in it and that's what I use to prime. I think like the purpose of primer is to just like kind of moisturize and prime your face prepare for, yeah mm. for what you're about to put on there but okay I mean, see i don't know about no makeup girl you the makeup artist not me i mean i just a good moisturizer get you some sunscreen because like what's to, the what's the stuff that make your skin dry when your skin oily like my skin oily right now what's that stuff called that makes your skin dry yeah so that you have a matte look what's that called you can get like a mattifying like powder and you can like mix it with your foundation mm. So I've done that. And then they have the opposite. Like if you have a matte foundation, you can get like a dewy, like mm-hmm. they're like little drops and you can mix them in yeah. there and mm-hmm. just like make it dewy. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. That's fancy. She know more than I know. <laughs> well, that's because I don't know anything. I've been on this makeup journey with Regine since she was, I don't know, forever. So mm-hmm. I've always let her like experiment and do stuff on my face. So I know a little bit of something. 
So what is your what is your best advice for someone like me who doesn't wear makeup, who doesn't care to wear makeup, but one day just might want to just put makeup on for whatever reason? So I would say when I first started doing makeup, like start with the simple stuff. I can't stress enough. Just start with the eyebrows because the eyebrows mm-hmm. frame your face. Mm-hmm. That's like the most important thing next to eyelashes because I can't stand when people have a full eyeshadow look and then you just like your eyelashes are bald. You talking about me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about both of you because neither of them like to wear eyelashes. They talk about me going eyelashes. No, I don't do no, that. No, no, no. We gonna pause right there. I don't. I never said I don't like to wear lashes. I said I don't look like I'm about to fly away. That's what I said. Well, you can get a natural lash. No. I just I have bigger eyes, so I like to wear. Okay, like, well, I like to look like I have something on. That's well, I don't like that. eyelashes. I call them eye tracks. I don't like them. I don't like to wear them. And when they're you put them on me, it's like I can't even open my <laughs> eyes. Like my eyes are so heavy because you don't wear I them, can't so you're see. not used. I to actually them. do like lashes. I just don't like the fact that I can't put them on. And then and then I wear glasses because I can't see. That's seeing. Well, that's why I wear big glasses so that if in the event that where I were to wear lashes, my glasses are big enough to where they won't hit my lens. Hmm. Well, that that's not the case for me. I mean, my glasses are medium, like size. Mine are always big frames I and like bigger glasses. When I tried to put them on when we were doing the photo shoots, so I could see the <laughs> photos. Like it was like I can't explain. I it. didn't experience that. <laughs> so, I can't attest. But ma'am. well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but first, start off with eyebrows. Then you can dabble into the lashes, and then I would say like do lips. Like that's. A basic face right there and then you can start seeing like what foundations work for you and if you're a concealer person you can do concealer I don't that look is not for me so I typically mm-hmm. don't like do a lot of like highlighting and stuff but I also don't like my face to look flat so just what works for you whatever works for you I guess mm-hmm. yeah and it could be like a form of self-care like if you want to learn how to do makeup that can be therapeutic for you mm-hmm. Watch my videos. I was going to say, plug, plug your YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my name, Regine. R-E-J-E-I-N-E. Regine TV. Are we not doing the, the oh. accent? Uh, well, oh. this is a podcast. Oh, okay. We don't have visuals, let but somebody, there is, there is an let accent somebody be texting. Mark. Let's forget that accent. It's the whole world is over. Okay. She probably won't even respond. Right. <laughs> she doesn't anyway. Huh. That's the part of my name. Thank you. Okay. Anywho's. But yeah, those are all good things. So overall, what is your takeaway? Like, what will you walk away from this conversation today saying to yourself about how you are going to make sure you take care of you? I mean, I know that I'm just going to continue to do the things that I'm doing. They've got me to a point where I don't think I've had an anxiety episode in... I'm lying on the podcast. Yes, I did. I had one last week. Well, it's a work in progress. But <laughs> before that, <laughs> I hadn't had an episode in a in a long time. So, and it is a work in progress. So, um, but yeah, I'm just going to continue to do the things that I've been doing. And if it ever comes to a point where I need to do more of it because I'm having one of those days. And I just do more of the things that I've been doing. It seems to have worked. And I was, like I said, when I first started, like, trying to tackle my anxiety, I was in a really, really lo- lost place. So, 
I can for sure say that there has been growth and change in that and just doing self-care alone. So I think maybe I'll walk away knowing that maybe it won't hurt to talk to other people. Mm -hmm. Ah, She learned something. Just Mm -hmm. a little bit because I mean, clearly if I'm like having anxiety, maybe I don't know like (laughs) everything that might help me. So maybe Mm -hmm. like a trained professional. Oh. Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Good, um, good job. Good, good, good for you. That's what. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm gonna walk away determined to have a full self care day, a whole day, for me, just me, no kids, no boyfriend, <clears throat> no nobodies, and focus on myself. Whatever that might be, it might just be sitting in the bed reading a book. We're taking a nap. Or taking a nap. I'm telling love you, that. it's days where I naps sleep. Are I awesome. nap all day. I love naps. And I don't feel bad about it. Sometimes I take naps on my lunch break. Like I sacrifice oh, eating for sleeping. I sacrifice being in in my in my queue, and I wake up like ten minutes after my break was over. Did they need to know that, or they know? That's why we having <laughs> talks. <laughs> they be they be like, okay, we're gonna have a meeting today. <laughs> What's going on with your head here? Yeah. I don't be telling them that part, but I'm like, I don't know what happened. I just been so stressed out lately. <laughs> like, yeah, we understand. <laughs> Whatever, it'll be all right. But it happens. Yeah, and just you know, for everybody listening, don't be shy about what you need. Don't be shy to, you know, admit to yourself because that's the first step is admitting it to yourself that you need. A place, a space, mm-hmm. a something um, that's just for you. You got to take care of yourself before you take care of anybody else anyway. Yeah. You ain't getting no good to nobody else if you're not good to yourself. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, Period. I didn't say the whole podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. Get it Go out. Go ahead, Garrett. Get it out. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to keep it classy today. Well, this is not a classy. Like, I mean, we're not You down the whole glass like, of you, wine. You started off like, <laughs> so... You might as well go ahead. Well, period, pumpkin. That's the podcast. Pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin. Yeah. Is pumpkin now? I just made a pumpkin. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Well, as she said, that's the podcast. <laughs> period, pumpkin. <laughs> the hell? Okay, girl. We thank you for joining us. Yes. As always, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.